No, your mic's fine. Everything's fine. Nice. Don't even worry about your stuff. We're, We're good. We've, we've done this 126 times now. That means it's a perfect time to worry about it. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Good Morning Toy World, your source for semi-premium adult-related toy content. I'm your host with the most, your ghost with the most, your one and only pepperoni. And joining me, as always, via satellite, the king of the kaiju, Tony. <laughs> Did you want to say hello to the people, Tony? That was fitting. It, it kind of works, yeah. What's up, everybody? I'm king of kaiju and lord of interruptions. <laughs> I'm king of kaiju and man with beard. <laughs> yeah. Um, how how you doing? I'm good. Yeah, I'm I'm doing doing pretty damn good. I'm I'm pretty stoked on life. Uh, we did a video together that saw dude. the light of day, which is new new for us. We did we did tons of videos together. What are you talking about? No, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is just one that you decided to keep. <laughs> that's what that, I mean that isn't a vlog <laughs> one where yeah, I didn't just um, break into your life There's yeah you just Kool-Aid man through the wall all the time <laughs> and I'm just like cool thanks Tony <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah um, yeah no the, the the giant rubber made full of uh, full of vintage vinyl it was that fun was, that was a good time yeah I gotta I gotta work on my posture and my general how I present myself. <laughs> I, I felt like I need to work on my, if someone else is in my video, not looking at that person. I feel like I spent the whole video looking at you instead of the camera, which, like, I guess works for people working on their fanfics. They're <laughs> like, he stared longingly <laughs> into Tony's eyes. Looked deep into whispered. the box of kaiju and wished that he looked... <laughs> wished it was something else yeah. he was looking deep and longing into. Like a, like a BH. <laughs> His bad Henry like big, quivered with anticipation. Like a, like a bad Henry. Um, yeah, no, the video video turned out pretty great. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping there's not like a little bit of backlash just from how like ignorant uh, I am specifically. Oh, I don't, um, I don't think like, so. Not, not knowing all the characters' names and whatnot, but I I did my research and I put them all up on the screen. But I I know like somebody's gonna be like actually, and I'm like no. Like, I know that comment is coming. Like, somebody's gonna say, well, actually, and then a timestamp, and it's like, yeah. his name is this, and I'll be like, fuck, man, I looked at a picture on the wiki, <laughs> I copied and pasted the name, what more do you want from me? Please go edit the wiki page so it's more accurate when I do my research. <laughs> it's probably realistically gonna be me confusing which movie came first, Biollante or Spake Godzilla. Yeah, probably. Like, that was, that was my bad. We were, uh, full disclosure, we filmed that, like, Kind of late-ish at night, too. Mm -hmm. That was... It was a hot take. That was a... We were very tired. <laughs> I yeah, still am. I think it, I I think it turned out... <laughs> I'm, I'm very happy with how, how the video turned out. Oh, same. Um, although I'm upset at my internet provider because a um, 15-minute uh, video took an hour to upload, and I'm like, that's fucked. Ooh. And I looked at my internet plan, and the plan that I'm on, I don't think even exists anymore. And there's a plan that has three times as much up speed, mm -hmm. twice as much down speed, and, like, twice as much, like, gigabyte usage, like, okay. allotment. And it's the exact same price as what I'm paying now. Oh, my God. And then I, like, 
went to sign up for it and then they're like when can we schedule a technician to come in and i'm like i already have the fucking router like i don't think i need a technician uh and then i was on hold with like customer service like waiting to talk to an actual human and not a robot and then i just got like annoyed so i hung up on it and then i called telus and uh like just one of their like mobile shops and i'm like hey by any chance can you answer internet questions because <laughs> i'm like phoning like their cell phone store yeah uh and they and they were they were like yeah totally and then i explained my situation and he's like yeah we can totally change your plan for you but you have to do it in person so we can verify your identity and i'm like okay so i'd rather go into a kiosk in a mall and talk to a human yeah than i would wait on hold for like an hour oh, dude, or it's whatever. The worst. So, like you you'll still that, have to do online shit as well or like waiting on the phone, but like at least you'll have somewhat human interaction for a small part of it. Yeah, this turned into a tomorrow me problem. Okay, good. Good. Yeah, yeah tomorrow he's probably better prepared for it. Yeah, he's better prepared. Yeah, he's he's a good guy. He knows what he's doing. He's fine. I hope so, man. I hope he wakes up tomorrow. I hope he <laughs> I, I pass. I pass on really this responsibility. <laughs> that sounded really tragic. Oh, only, and dark. I only hope I fucking bit. wake up in the morning, Tony. <laughs> I hope you do too. I don't know if I'll make it through the night. It's fucked up, man. <laughs> then we're gonna talk about toys, not nihilism and chill. Nihilism and chill. Welcome to the nihilism and chill cast. <laughs> nihilism. That sounds exhausting. Yeah. Um, oh, is it ever? So, your old pepper cheese has been listening to a lot of ween. Oh my god, I'm I'm sorry again about that. No, it no, kinda, it's it's beautiful. It was um, like half and it's my transcended. Fault? The, it's. I'm yeah, I guess so. I mean, maybe I don't Cause, know because you uh, only knew I, about the Ocean Man song, and that was just through the memes. And then I was like, hey, yeah, listen to and the just full general album. life because like that's. That's like the radio song you'd hear, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the one that everybody kind of sort of knows, even though they don't know they know it. Yeah. But now, listening to The Mollusk and now Chocolate and Cheese, um, nice. it has it turned into this sort of um, experiment in, um, in comprehension and, like, understanding. It's like... When I listen to music, and for the most part, you just hear a song and that's about it, and you feel whatever you feel, and the moment is passed and you've heard that song, with The Mollusk, because every song on the album is so different, it's so dissimilar, mm-hmm. but yet somehow the album has this congruency and this consistency and this flow to it, and like even though if you pick the songs out of order, they all somehow fit and they all somehow work together and there's a cohesive theme even though the only consistent thing about it is that it's inconsistent Mm -hmm. so everything i just said there is a little bit contradictory and also makes me kind of sound like a penis but um what i'm really enjoying about it is is digesting it the way i would digest a painting like i'm i'm listening to it but i'm actively trying to comprehend it and I I find it really fascinating because I've listened to a lot of music in my day and when I hear the mollusk I am hearing past what they're portraying and I'm picking out the influences that sort of inspired what's happening within that song like when like I hear the Beatles in it I hear uh I hear Pink Floyd in it I hear Ozzy Osbourne in it I hear all of this influence that 
maybe is unintentional or unconscious from when they were making it, but is fascinating to me because I'm seeing the influence that inspires this art and I'm trying to see the art as a complete piece, even though it's very much uh, a, a mixed bag of just madness. This is now a music podcast. <laughs> Lokthony Peptano here, the world's busiest toy nerd. We're... Yeah, I guess so. Um, but no, like, that's, that's kind of where I'm sitting with it. And same with chocolate and cheese. I'm finding that quite fascinating too. So I guess my piece on this is maybe everybody should go listen to Ween. But what, what are your thoughts? Um, yeah, it's kind of funny because like Ween, I used to listen to a lot like my early college post high school days. Uh, it was like a really big part of kind of like my friend group at the time. And, like, it's kind of funny, like, because I remember all these songs, and even, even so, it was, like, when you were, like, just talking about Ocean Man, I'm like, oh, but have you heard this? And then it was like, oh, the lyrics came right back to me, like, right then and there. Haven't even thought of them for, like, almost ten years. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this was pretty, like, pretty crazy at the time. And, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a journey. It's cool. It feels kind of nice going back to it now that like you have the same the same enthusiasm that I feel like I did when I first listened to them so yeah there's there's a lot to digest but then there's also a lot to just kind of like sit back and enjoy the madness totally because I don't know they're like they definitely are a band I wouldn't classify them as like comedy music but they're definitely not a band that takes themselves seriously either no I, yeah I, I would agree with that yeah so. and I, I like that the only consistency with Ween is that they're inconsistent I like yeah. that no two Ween songs really sound the same mm-hmm. and that if you didn't know it was Ween you might assume it's something else oh totally yeah no it's it's cool I I really dig it. Like I said, it's it's a fun album. I, I would have to say that like my favorite song off of Mollusk is probably Mutilated Lips. Yeah, I really like, enjoy that song. That well. one's just really cool and weird and like not to be like, oh Blarney Stone isn't an actual song, but like that one feels <laughs> like an actual like song you know if that makes sense totally yeah yeah absolutely like even though they use um, like kind of nonsense words and things like that it's it's, it's cool check it out the, the, yeah, the album um, came out I in guess, like the 90s <laughs> i guess um i guess it, for me personally it's transcended the meme and ocean man isn't just a joke that i keep spamming into <laughs> uh the music channel whenever someone posts something i it's it's actually a song that i do really enjoy mm-hmm. so little context for everybody who's been hearing far too much about Ocean Man. Should we talk <laughs> about toys at some point? For sure. Uh, speaking of Ocean Man and toys, uh, we, no, I don't have any... <laughs> Ocean-related toys? I kind of wish I did, though. Damn, that would have been a great segue. That would have been a beautiful, been... beautiful segue. Um, boat girls are fun. <laughs> <laughs> Ocean babes. Um... <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, I have a little bit of toy news. Yeah, Not a lot so happening good. right now in the world of toy news. Um, we all know that I have complicated feelings about the Bucky O'Hare line from Boss Fight Studios. You love them, and that's a complicated feeling. Yes, no, I do love them, uh, but I'm still pissed about the peg on the cape on my Bucky. Oh yeah, he can't use his cape properly. It's Absolutely. I don't know why. I should I should just sort that out. I'm being a baby about it. Um, Bucky O'Hare Boss Fight Studios. If you guys aren't familiar, they're about four inches tall, uh, and they've been doing a pretty excellent job with mm -hmm. the property. And we are getting a another character. I'm not sure if he will be part of a a wave. Well, what they call a wave, which is two figures. Um, yeah. But we are getting Bruiser, the Beetlejuicy and Berserker Baboon, oh, nice. which. Honestly, I'm pretty underwhelmed by. But it has the word um, Beetlejuice in it. It does. And I am your host with the most and your ghost with the most, <laughs> so that should excite me. Um, but no, he's he's just like one of the characters that's like kind of a non-character. Like, I don't really care about him. Right, right. Um, like, I'd be far more excited to see, like, Blinky. Um, oh, that'd be cool. Or, or Dogstar, or whatever his name was. Um, yeah. <laughs> but like I don't know because maybe my memory's failing me. But in the cartoon, I believe how the story goes is when Willie Dewitt swaps back onto the the like he does the whatever portal he opens or however he gets drawn into the Bucky O'Hare universe. Mm -hmm. He does a switcheroo with with Bruiser, um, and then Willie Dewitt's like wearing the like a like a spacesuit of Bruisers, and there's a whole confusion about whether or not he's a. a berserker baboon but he's just a boy oh. um but i don't know like bruiser is just kind of a character that i don't particularly care about hmm. that's does that mean that in in his world there's an anthropomorphic like baboon man freaking out at people <laughs> yes but i think at the end of the episode he gets back on the ship and then he's just kind of a side character oh okay uh, and things are normal, but I think there is a scene where uh, a Beetlejuicy and Berserker baboon rips the arms and legs off of a child in San Francisco. But I could be wrong about that. Um, I think that was just something that happened at a zoo. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't, so. I don't know, man. Baboons are fucking terrifying. Yeah, totally. M monkeys are fucked up. This is going to turn into, like, a Joe Rogan podcast where we just talk about <laughs> chimp behavior for, like, three hours and and don't let our guests speak. Like, that's what it'll be. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I can, I can tell you why I'm afraid of them. I can tell you why I would never want to... There's a lot of people that think monkeys and stuff are cute. I'm like, no. No, they're fucking terrifying death machines. Yeah. It's, oh, they will... Uh, they'll kill you soon as see ya. Yeah. Um, isn't there, like, a horrible, like, Oprah thing... Where, like, the chimpanzee ripped the woman's face off. Like, on set? No. Like, this woman had a pet chimp, and then her friend came over, and her friend, I think, had oh. dyed her hair, and it sent the monkey into a rage, and I think it actually, like, sleeved the woman's face. Oh, fuck. That sounds weirdly familiar. Yeah. I feel like I used to use that anecdote a lot, uh working in kitchens because there were certain personality types that couldn't handle minor change. Okay. And I would uh, tell them the tale of the monkey ripping the woman's face off and remind them that it's not a big fucking deal that we reorganized how things work online. I, <laughs> I, used, to have, I used to have many anecdotes for the kitchen and the line fridges. Uh, but yeah. 
it's it's a monkey. It's a character I'm not particularly stoked on, but it's cool nonetheless. It's just like aesthetically, his design was never something that like like I thought was the coolest as a kid. I always right. thought it was a little bit weird because he's sort of like covered in spikes and and just weird looking. And pure I don't rage. Know. He's, He's just not my fave, but it's still cool that the line is pushing forward and yeah. that there's support for it and people are people are buying. Although I have no idea uh, when I'll ever get my hands on Dead Eye Duck. No one knows. <laughs> we'll see. Nobody knows at all. What What's Nobody the knows. wave mate for Captain the Rangatang and the Shrieks of Horror? Pardon me. Well, ba- Berserker Baboon Beetlejuice. He's what's his wave mate? Is it like another? Kind of uh, cop out figure, like here's this I, thing we made, but in glitter. I do not know what his wave mate will okay. be. Okay, man, I. That's one thing that always kind of like pisses me off. <laughs> What's that? When they have like a cop out figure, because like in the Dead Eye Duck, isn't it like spectral form Jenny or something like that? Or it's just. Or it might be Stealth Bucky. Stealth Bucky. Yeah, it's like, come on, guys. Like, everyone's been waiting yeah. for you to do the rest of it. Like, I know it costs money to, like, tool things and stuff like that, and you kind of got to get the bang out of your buck for those molds, but, like, you just released this toy, and yeah. now you want me to double dip and get, like, one that's got no the paint same, apps on it. slightly different colors, yeah. Like, come on, guys. That's like late game shit we need to get our finances back in order maneuvers. Yeah, or like or like weird exclusives for conventions and like fun stuff. Like yeah, yeah. Give, pe- give people random colorways at, you know... Decon, to, or... Yeah, like, well, to their excitement, not to their, like, uh, boredom. Yeah, you know, oh yeah, yeah, that's true. And I mean, I, I know um, I'm in the minority of the people that doesn't like shit like that either. Like, yeah. I, I know for a fact there's tons of people that get, like, Superman damp over, like, clear colorways or, like, glitter colorways and stuff like that. And, like, more power to them. That's rad. I just, yeah. I don't know. I'm always, like, more... I'm always more stoked on, like, what is what is the... Like, the way it's supposed to be, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, give me, give me a solid looking... I want a representation... I was a little bit like that as a kid with, like, G.I. Joes. Like, because I, I grew up in the era of uh, Battle Battlecore yeah. uh, Joes. And, um, like, the neon and the craziness, like, was fun and exciting. But my favorite Joes were always, like, the plain ones. Like, like Duke was my favorite. Because he just looked like a Desert Storm soldier. Yeah. Like, he was just a guy. And, like, those were the ones that, like, I was fucking down with. Oh, totally, yeah. No, I was I was the same. There was like the space the space dude as well. Like there was, I feel like it was like a Canadian only line as well, or like it was heavily featured in Canada. But there was like just dudes wearing like spacesuits, but they were like militarized spacesuits, and that was awesome. And then they came out with like weird colorways and like vacuum formed ones. I'm like, ooh, why? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I did get down on, like, some fucking purple ninjas that when you drop them in cold water, they change color. Like, I was oh, a kid yeah, okay. all. But, like, yeah, color the kind of toy that I'd keep it... Sorry. Sorry? Oh, you also cut out there. Sorry. Um, yeah, the kind of the kind of toy that I would keep in my pocket, the kind that would go with me everywhere, was, like... Yeah, was, like, the plain yeah. duke. Like, just the troop-type figure. Shit, were we boring kids? 
We were boring fucking losers. Oh my god, fuck. I feel like I still am, though. <laughs> I feel like if I had a time machine, I'd go kick sand in my own face. <laughs> I'm the reason why I'm the way that I am. Yeah. Um, I don't the know. the character selection screen, we chose this. Oh. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, we both clearly did. Mm-hmm. Player one, player two. It's a slightly <laughs> different t-shirt color. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I do have to say, though, color change gimmicks were always, like... Like, those are primo for me. That was the fucking coolest. Because I love playing with toys in the water, too. So yeah. That's why yeah. all my screw-holes got all rusted over and, and shit like that. Yeah, like, like they do. Yeah, that that those that plastic never lasted, though. That always... The color change stuff. Yeah, it always, like, got really gross and grungy. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's, it's always turned into, like, that weird, like, rusty brown. Did did you ever have that G.I. Joe vehicle where you could weld the missiles on? Oh, no, but I wanted it. I had it as a kid, and it was pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, so for those of you who don't know, it was, like, a plastic toy, um, plastic G.I. Joe, like, Jeep-type vehicle. And mm-hmm. you had, like... It was essentially a hot glue gun type device okay. that uh, you would weld, air quotes, weld, um, like, missiles and gear and things on. But it was, like, crash and explode was the concept. So it held them on, but not that well. And the idea was you smash it into other things and all the bits fly off. Um, it was cool. <laughs> and I rad. did have one as a kid. But I, I feel like it was one of those toys that comes with, like, uh, an item, like, comes with something that can run out. So, like, I probably used it all up, and then it was like, nope, now we're done with that forever. You, you can't play with this anymore. Because there's no way we're buying more of this weird, like, hot glue shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, there was, like, there was so many toys like that. And this kind of kind of goes into another thing that got brought up on the Discord. Not a question, but a thing. Um, we have a clean, clean segue, don't we? A little bit. But, like, yeah, there were so many toys back then that were, like... You gotta buy, like, um, creepy crawlers. It's like, yeah. cool, buy, buy some, some goo refills. Oh, you, your parents don't want to? Just can't use this toy anymore. Yeah, the Terminator 2, uh... The Flesh Regeneration and, and, Chamber. Yeah, the Flesh Regeneration... Yeah, there we go. Flesh Regeneration Chamber. Yeah, like that toy there. Where it's like, yep, keep buying silicone mm-hmm, powder mm-hmm. packs so you can... <laughs> Like, make a shitty mold of Arnie that'll never look as good as it did in that commercial. Oh, yeah. It was weird that, like, they sold you on Naked Men toys. (laughs) Well, that was, like, the era of uh, R-rated movies with G-rated toy lines. Yes. And that was a weird time, because, like... the best time. What are you talking about, weird time? Well, it's... It's just... It's so weird. It's, like... (laughs) These movies that children are not allowed to see, right? Mm-hmm. Like, rated R. The Terminator fucking crashes a car into a cop station and murders everyone with fucking a submachine gun. Yeah. And, like, chases a woman to the end of the earth. And, like, it's this, like, like really gritty shit. And then the sequel... Was the sequel R-rated as well, or was it PG-13? I think the sequel was R-rated, but it was, like... Way more soft art. Yeah, it was a soft <laughs> but like, art. Yeah, this the second one comes out, and it's still it's like there's like 
a fucking shape-shifting murder machine from the mm-hmm. future jamming his finger through people's eyeballs. And it's like, yeah, let's, how about we make a toy line and sell these toys to kids? And then some executive's like, but the movies are rated. And some genius was like, that doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> like... I don't know, it is it is weird. We need it's, more I don't think people like that guy that says it doesn't matter. Yeah. We need it's more like, of will, him in the world. I will gladly profiteer off children, okay? Yeah, dude, I don't know. Those those were great. Like, the fact that we had an alien, a predator, a Terminator, and a Robocop toy line all at the same time was pretty badass. All, all for children. Yeah. <laughs> all for children for movies they weren't allowed to see. Yeah. But now... Yeah, it's... The 90s, man. The 90s. It was a weird time. Totally. It's kind of cool that NECA's, like, taken over for Kenner. And they're like, mm-hmm. here are all those designs, but, you know, better. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Air quotes um, better. That, like, burgundy-shirted version of him that they did as the Kenner homage. But I, I don't even remember. Was that a Comic-Con thing? I don't or? know, but I want it. <laughs> yeah, I want it so bad. Because, like, you had that toy, too, right? I feel like that was the one yeah. toy that everybody had. Yeah, I had that toy it was just for sure. So fucking cool that he like launched yeah, he, a shovel out of his weird robot gun arm. Yeah, that and then you never saw that shovel again, or at least I never saw it again. I shot it once and it was gone. Yeah, the shovel was was gone, but the gun itself looked yeah. pretty cool. And then like the pincer arm was really neat as well. Yeah, and like the and weird, then the weird shiv dildo fist. arm. <laughs> dildo. Okay, yeah, I always thought it was like a prison shank. Yeah, yeah, me too. I swear. <laughs> Shaking dudes in the book. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, fuck. Those are rad. Thanks, NECA. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, and thank you, coked up Kenner employee. Yeah. Your drug fueled uh, inspirations definitely made our childhoods a lot better. Yeah. Thank you for doing so many drugs and that's, then being like, you know what, fuck it, R-rated movies are getting toy lines. <laughs> I don't care if I lose my job. <laughs> it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Oh man, yeah, bless that guy. Just bless that guy. Um, bless his soul. Yeah, toy toy pickups, did you grab anything? Uh, I had some toy drop-offs, as in I dropped a piece off my desk that I can't find, and now my model gets incomplete. Oh, shit, that's... Yeah, what... What happened there? So, a little clarity, because someone messaged me, and they're like, how can you not find a red arm? That's... That must be so infuriating. Uh, it was, like, a black, like, pin, essentially, like, a black piece that clips into the arm to connect all of the arm joints so mm-hmm. I can finish the arm. So he does have, like, he has 99% of an arm. He's just missing, like, one pin that holds everything together. Oh, damn. And I okay. dropped it, and Tony Tony can attest, because we were on voice chat yeah, we were... when it happened. I spent, <laughs> I was losing my fucking mind. Yeah, we, Cause, like, we were not having a good day. No, and, like, it's, it's still, like, infuriating to even think about, because mm. there's nowhere it could possibly have gone except directly at my feet. And I have scoured this rug. I have put my face on the ground and looked at eyeball level Ooh. across the carpet like some goddamn honey I shrunk the kids scenario. <laughs> and I can't find the fucking piece. I'm sure it'll turn up eventually. Um, yeah. I'm not going to actively look for it because even talking about it now has got me eagle eyeing my floor. And I just, I just feel like I'm insane because how can I not find this piece? 
That yeah, that kind of sucks. I mean, like, I guess depending on the piece, you can't really just jerry rig something together, right? It's a very very specific piece, okay. and the, the set obviously doesn't have an extra because Gundam kits never have extras unless it's polycaps. Yeah, yeah, true. Shit, dude. Rest in peace, Zagok. You will be. You'll be missed. You know what this this means though. What's it means that? you can now make yourself a kit batched Mad Max Zagok. With a crazy yeah, give him like unique a, arm. Yeah, like a crazy weird made up arm. That means I have to buy another kit though to make the arm. Oh you don't need to buy another kit. Just find like a junker toy somewhere and like Just make it out of sprue. Yeah, oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, make a sprue arm. I don't know. I, I've been, uh, I've been really wanting to like kind of get back into doing some like crazy custom shit as well. So I, I shouldn't yeah, be, boy. shouldn't be putting that on you. Uh, so that's my that's my only toy pickup. Was a toy pickup followed shortly by a failure. Oh no! That was that was one of the kits that you got from from my shop, wasn't it? Yeah. Fuck, dude. That's rough. I'll find it. It's just annoying because now it's like this toy is just gonna sit, well, this model kit's just gonna like sit in his box, like waiting for the day I find the piece. Yeah. And you know what the worst part is? Is when I finally find the piece, it's probably not even gonna be as satisfying as I think it'll be. <laughs> it's just gonna like, be like I'll put it together and be like, eh. I I actually hate this. Yeah, this toy sucks. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I also put his sticker in the wrong spot too so i hope nobody noticed that because nah, i think they're gonna eat me alive no uh, no one no they'll probably eat you alive for just using stickers period yeah you're just not supposed to use stickers on, on kicks yeah that's my pickup what about you my guy um i had a couple things come in that i was waiting on uh yeah so the astrobots uh apollo came in from Toy Notch slash Toy Forge. Alright, hold on. One more time for me. Hang on, let me let me roll on over and pick him up. The Toy Notch presents Astrobots Apollo. Oh, oh. The, yeah, that guy. the big beefy gross toy boy. Or toe boy. Mm-hmm. He's toe a robot boy. that has articulated toes because why not? Why why not? Exactly. Um For those of you listening who don't know, Tony fucking hates feet. Yeah, they're gross and they should be abolished. <laughs> they should be abolished. <laughs> this is not no. Not not in no. No. I made I made Shit Logan wear shoes all the time in my house when he was <laughs> <laughs> didn't I, just, I one time like kidding. forget about your foot thing and i was like my feet are killing me i'm just gonna rub some tiger bomb on these bad boys and you have this like look of horror on your face you're like ah no. i was trying really hard to not let it affect me but, but well i didn't do it <laughs> oh yeah um, but uh i also forgot that you that you hate feet as much as you do and then i think you probably also thought i was like fucking with you maybe yeah that sounds about right um Uh, we were just talking about uh monkeys and this guy is very monkey-esque isn't he he kind of is he's very like gorilla body type Mm -hmm. well sort of i mean he's got a super super skinny waist 
but he's definitely got like gorilla thighs and legs and like really big arms and hands and a barrel chest. He's really fucking cool though. Um, and he's very poseable as well as very yeah. stiff. Like he wants to stay in the poses you put him he in. He does actually. There's only like one or two spots that are like a little bit loose. Like I can't even really say loose either. They're just like not as firm as the other joints but still tight enough to like hold a pose like I'm not worried that it's gonna like lose its posing under its own weight or anything um, yeah or not take a tumble off the shelf or anything yeah but like oh, fuck the colors on it pop like it's it's amazing there's a very there are paint apps on it but they're like they're inappropriate spaces like i'm not worried that it's gonna like chip the paint or anything like that um except for maybe this one spot where i'm actually chipping paint off of right now <laughs> actually even that i think that was fine that was it's just like there's no way this is gonna chip the paint and then you just, and then just scratch oh no oh no it's okay so, the more chip paint the more battle damaged he becomes so the Apollo is the blue and gray colorway? Yeah, blue and gray with uh, orange highlights. Uh, and then a big white skull-looking face. Also, he's got LED eyes that light up. How is he the brightness on those? Because I've heard mixed reviews. Um, I haven't had an issue with them. Cool, that's Appa- awesome. Apparently it's the uh, the yellow, or the the black and yellow one. That oh, has his, weaker his LEDs. LEDs are weaker? Yeah, uh, because I believe they are yellow, so... Um, with the blue ones, you kind of get, like, a little bit of, like, a black light type feature to it. So it's it's cool. I like it. He's fun. Um, I was going to get the black one, but there was a, an issue with the order, and it accidentally got cancelled. And that is now... Currently on backorder on my distributor site, so we'll we'll see. <laughs> um, but like, I don't know, dude. I this toy is so nice that I mean, like, I, I've hit a weird spot where I don't know if I need to double dip because the toy itself is just so satisfying and it's so great, and it's kind of nice to have a unique toy like that in my collection but at the same time the army builder in you says otherwise not not the army builder just the like like i appreciate such a nice toy that like a more militaristic version with like the black and yellow colorway would be kind of kind of fun to have too because they change up the sculpts quite a bit on it like it's a lot more boxy he has boots on his hands have guns and the face is a lot more a human. Like the, the, this face reminds me of a skull face. The the hmm. I believe his name is Argus, the black and yellow yeah. one. It's kind of like a a more traditional robot man face. And from what I understand, the base body is roughly the same, but the things that make him different are pieces that. Uh, essentially are, like, glued on. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. 
like his boxiness of his chest and his guns and things like that are pieces that either tab in or are fixed in like glued to the toy or attached to the toy in some permanent manner i believe um, so uh, but yeah they, they look cool they look very cool let me let me just look up argus really quick uh, boom oh yeah no it's it's looking like that's pretty much pretty much the case um yeah there's there's a couple like the the I would have to have them side by side. It's just... I gotta do it. Gotta have them side by side. It's gonna have to happen. <laughs> you need them. You need them both. I just, I just need them. Um, but yeah, that was my that was my toy pickup. I Again, I... When I first ordered it, it was like, okay, a lot of people are thinking this is pretty cool. I think it's kind of neat. It'd be cool to have, like, a bruiser figure for, like, my 112th collection. And I kind of, like, picked it up because I was kind of on the hype train that everyone else was um mm-hmm. but but i'm so glad that i actually have it like it's it's such a nice figure in hand like once you get it like i honestly highly recommend it it's way better than i thought it was going to be so speaking of things that are either way better or not as good as you thought they might be mm-hmm. um is there is there a thousand toys toy we need to discuss <laughs> i think so has Thousand Toys finally lost their their streak of being best toys? Being hashtag best girl. <laughs> so, this just in, uh, due to our intrepid reporters on the Discord, um, <laughs> it looks like the Thousand Toys, let me look, let me look the name up, here we go. So the Thousand Toys Ethero uh, has started to show up in people's hands, uh, and there's there's some complaints. <laughs> so, <laughs> so first things first, looking at these pictures, he looks um, way more plasticky than uh, than your the standard. Test shots. The, yeah, than the test shots. He, the test shots, like, he was very red, but he looked a lot more, like, maroon, maroony with, like, a, it looked like a white wash in between all the joints, which was kind of cool. And on these pictures, you can't really see that. Uh, and the other thing was the, the head. The head sculpt and the face paint is just not there. Um... The other thing, too, is, like, not to be the, like, Thousand Toys fanboy, they can do nothing wrong, because uh, let's be for real, we've made that mistake with a few toy lines already. Yeah. Um, a lot of these pictures look like they're taken with Flash. So. Like, and anytime you take pictures with Flash, it'll wash out everything yeah okay so so the alternate unmasked head the mm-hmm. promo shots for it look far better than this shot we're looking at but you're thinking yeah. that the flash is washing everything out I because think... like when you look at them side by side yeah even the sculpt detail on the hair is soft yeah compared to the promo pic and 
the details on the face don't pop at all because there is no wash on the face of this figure and clearly there's a wash mm-hmm. on the on the prototype head and i don't know it's like I don't like I think people have a right to be upset. Like Oh, definitely. Honest honestly it's I mean I don't think it's grounds for a class action or anything <laughs> like or like I'm going to go to the consumer board cuz you've misleaded us, but I do think that uh whatever um budget cuts they made truly did affect this alternate head because this the alternate head doesn't look particularly good and i mean i'm not familiar with the source material it's not a toy i ordered it's not a toy i was excited about like it's cool and i'm excited that they're making toys obviously because we love thousand toys Mm -hmm. but i i do feel bad for fans of this toy (laughs) that got the alt head and just they're like yep this is the dumpy alt head that i'll never use like you're forced to keep your toy in helmet mode yeah exactly um, which is kind of, kind of weird, kind of frustrating. Like I, I said on the Discord too, like this looks like a knockoff. Like these pictures mm. make it look like a knockoff, and yeah, it's weird that you can even see like it looks like uh, like nub marks on some pieces. Um, like when you go a little bit lower, but yeah, it's super. Super weird. I'm not too sure. Uh, so, Sam on the Discord says... Sam the Mop, by the way, on the Discord says that... According to the person, this was a web-exclusive early release that they usually do on some web store. But they ensured him this was accurate to the actual release. Uh, apparently this version is the early re- This Apparently this version of the early release was produced in China, whereas the normal release will be produced in Japan. But I'm not sure the difference will be that big. Weird. Um, because, yeah, always, Thousand Toys has always been, like, made in Japan, factoried in Japan, everything gets done over there. So it's weird that, like, for them to, like, do an early... Web, that's... I don't know, I mean... The the color, the color too, on the armor, it, like, in the, in the promo pics, like, it's, like a deep red yeah it's it's got some like texture and it's got some like grit to it like it looks good Mm -hmm. and then this picture of it on somebody's desk next to their roll of cummy towels um (laughs) like it looks like the plastic is like really cheap and weird like i don't know yeah i'm honestly this just it seems kind of weird like it honestly feels and Maybe looks like... it's a like, bootleg. <laughs> that's what I'm, I'm kind of thinking and hoping. Because I'm like, yeah, it doesn't look like it's done yet, or worst case, it looks like a bootleg. Um, I yeah. do have one on pre-order. Um, okay. I don't know exactly when it comes out. I think it's coming out closer to the end of the year. Um, I've got a friend who got one today. Oh, yeah? And from what I recall in our conversation... Uh, the head looked pretty similar to this washed-out flash photo. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Well, here's hoping that the early release, um, gets... that the later release gets fixed. Yeah, I mean, it it could. Like, uh, Thousand thousand Toys, like, when people saw the Hellboy and people started bitching about the knees, um, like, a couple days later, they had prototype like 
done up of the new knee design and they were showing it like okay good they are they are listening so yeah if people people are like oh maybe they will fix the paint apps on this head mm-hmm. and like honestly it might just be that they they fucked up and didn't do the wash layer yeah yeah if if they were like scrambling to get these out and if they you know had to put pressure on this other factory that they normally don't. That's the other thing, too. If this is a factory that they normally don't use, they don't have that much control over them, so they probably just either rush the process or... So, I don't know. I, I kind of want to give them the benefit of the doubt, but it sucks that they kind of have yeah. to like deal with this aftermath now. Um, yeah, uh, I'm glad that they botched uh, a toy I didn't order, yeah. <laughs> and I'm hoping that the next time I do order a toy, they they learn from this. Yeah, true. I'm, yeah, I don't know. I saw some pictures on Instagram, and, like, it did look better than these pictures. Like, it looked like there was still some of the white wash in the cracks. Um, the kind of common Rider bug mode... Still looks pretty cool. The The plastic is still very red. Like, very, like, candy red. Um, but yeah, I'm not too sure. I guess we'll just... I will have to wait and see. Um, but again, this is, like, spoiler alerts to the end of this year. But, like, Thousand Toys has kind of been my, like, toy company of the year. And I really hope that this isn't what kind of... Kind of does them in, you know? Because I want, I want more cool Thousand Toys stuff. And, like, yeah. I, yeah I, every piece that I have, really I love. Me. What? Yeah. Uh, I think, like, fundamentally, Thousand Toys is a great toy company. And this is a pretty... I think, fundamentally, um, Thousand Toys is a good toy company. Um, but this is a bit of a misstep and a bit of a fuck-up. And hopefully they can recover from it. And I feel bad for the fans of this yeah, character. I hope so, too. Um... Yeah, I guess that being said, uh, more news as it comes out, and uh, I'll do. Yeah, a we'll full... keep you posted if anything changes. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure once I have mine in hand, I'll have a, a full, full talk about Understanding. about it. Um, I personally love like the weird helmet head, so the mm-hmm. alternative head wasn't really going to be much of a factor for me. But at the same time, too, that doesn't mean that I don't want it to just be shit yeah because like these are pretty pretty pricey toy well they're 2018 one twelfth scale toy prices <laughs> so like about a hundo give or take um and i feel like the quality should reflect that price point totally so yeah that should be i'm hoping i'm hoping that they fix it i'm hoping that the later releases get kind of scooped back up or like the the my batch is one of the uh good one the good ones being made in like the japanese factory (laughs) well speaking of quality specifically quality content what would this podcast be without answering your questions so we don't actually have to do any research or work we can just answer questions we like half half research Questions from Questions from the Discord. T Dukes. 
hitting us with the first question from yeah, the Discord. Yeah. Factoring price, quality, pizzazz, and any other desirable trait, what are your suggestions for some of the best Sentai toy lines? I've always loved the aesthetic, and I would love a direction to expand my collection of figures. Design is priority, um, not as considered about lore. So, um, or not as concerned, rather, about lore. So, hmm. what cool Sentai toys do you need? You want to know price, quality, and pizzazz? Uh, I mean... I think our go-to is SH Figure Arts. Yeah, for the just the base figures on their own, Figure Arts is like your best bet. The only problem with that, though, is that that part of the line is essentially dead in the water. Yes, They've... and yeah, so the glory days for for SHF for Bandai SHF are sort of long over. Um, when when figure arts first hit the scene, they were really affordable and they were awesome. Like yeah. they were comparable to Marvel Legend prices, maybe a little more. They were like thirty to forty to fifty dollars. Uh, yeah, I've always remembered um, them being around the fifty fifty to sixty price point. Yeah, but um, I yeah. don't know. I feel like I paid twenty five to thirty five for my oh, Rangers. I definitely did too. But that was like some sneaky Amazon deals. Yeah, um, so they, they used to be quite affordable. Then they sort of bumped up into price, uh, in into like the the eighty sort of dollar bracket. Yeah, and now Bandai's sort of given up on that, which is which is kind of a shame because it was a really good line. But I feel like yeah. my go to is SH Figure Arts for Sentai stuff specifically. Um, Power Power Rangers. I don't know what other what other lines I'd, what I'd other lines so. are there. Um. Okay. First things first. I totally read and keep reading it as pizzas. Um. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is your uh, price quality pizzas? Uh, I'm gonna go with <laughs> uh, figure arts. Of course, is like even though you're spending a little bit, like you know, you're getting a really bang up representation of the figure, and like the posability is just like. Like, non-comparable to anything else that we have. Um, mm. What I'm looking forward to, though, is the uh, the new Hasbro Power Rangers that are coming out. I believe they're called the... Um, yeah. The Lightning Collection, or... It's a shit name for something, it. Something like that. <laughs> anyway, it's essentially Power Rangers Black Series, and it looks like... They're going to be doing, like, Black Series-style quality and, like, more realistic-looking sculpts, too. As well as you get the helmet and the alternate uh, unhelmeted head. Which, like, very rarely we get that. Um, if you are also looking for insane, amazing Megazords, though, the Soul of Chagokin uh, has been doing some fantastic Megazords. Uh, they just released the Dragon Zord, and it is, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Everything's die-cast, everything fully transforms, um, there's so many, like, pieces of articulation, like, parts of articulation on everything. Even the Triceratops, the head is on a ball joint, the tra- like, the, uh, tractor pieces extend outwards. Like, it, it's, it's awesome. The, uh, the horns have chains on them. It's super cool. Uh, and then, yeah, when you combine it all together, you still have a fully posable, uh, 
Megazord. And they've done previous releases, too. They've done a bunch of um, pre-MMPR Sentai mech suits or Megazords. I think they're just called mechs in, in Japan. I don't think there's, like, a specific name for them. But pre-Sentai, or pre-Power Ranger Megazords, they've done, and they do an awesome job. Like, just look at the Chidoken, uh Leopardon. Like, that is where all the Megazords came from, essentially. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, I would say Chidoken is your go-to Megazord line. Uh, I'll give an honorable mention to uh, just the off-the-shelf Bandai... Um... Like Ultraman shit. Yeah. <laughs> when I was in Japan, like it's 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 great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's there's a lot to love about it. Totally, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it kind of sucks that like especially in North America, the Power Rangers stuff is never really like except for the Legacy line. It's it's always kind of been more directed towards kids. Like there hasn't really been much, like. Here is your adult Power Ranger action figure. Kind of the same way, like, Marvel Legends are... Like, kids can buy them as well, but it's really the adult collectors that are appreciating them. And I just don't really know... Like, the Megazords have always been kind of just big, chunky blocks with, like, two points of articulation. That that was charming as well back in the day. It was like, your imagination's doing all the work. But you get to combine these, like, five vehicles or five creatures, and then they make a man. And then you can put auxiliary dudes on your man and make a a bigger man. And that's that's fun, Many right? Men. But, like, now kind of knowing that you can have that as well as a high-quality toy, it's just, yeah. Ah. Get ready to spend 300 bucks. <laughs> My recommendation would be go uh, buy the SHF Ultraman, go buy the SHF Common yeah. <laughs> Rider, go buy the SHF Red Ranger, and have yourself a field day. Oh, dude, they're they're actually speaking of of which. Can I? This this is toy news in our questions for the podcast. Um, SHF is releasing uh, all the Heisei era first form common riders uh under the geo line so if you missed any of the previous sentai suits like the um uh like say the wizard or the blade um now is the time to jump on them and they're only 50 bucks usd wow which is a crazy awesome price another cool thing too is it's not my favorite suit ever but the, um, oh, what was the video game one called again? That was, like, the one series that I just not, I didn't pay any attention to. Um, anyway, the only way you could get the main character is if you bought him in, like, a three-pack of every other suit. And I feel like they did kind of the same thing with, like, a lot of the Gaim suits as well. You can actually buy just the main riders for 50 bucks and... It's awesome, and they're going to do nice. one are they each. Are they currently available right now? They're currently up for pre-order right now. Okay, cool. That's so, awesome. Yeah, oh, yeah. So I'm go out, go out and get those. Yeah, I'm, uh... Let's just say I already have eight coming down the barrel. <laughs> yeah. 
So, uh, jump on those too, T-Dukes. Do it. Just do it. <laughs> Alright. Um, want me to take the next one? Fuck yeah. Okay. NAFTA asks, what is your favorite toy-related Instagram account? Or Instagram accounts. Multiple. Accounts. Um, mine's, mine's, <laughs> this is just like... Let me plug my friend's Instagram. Yeah, do uh, it. I really... I think my favorite Instagram account is uh, is Mad Chill Mitch on Instagram. Um, because he's... Uh, well, A, he's like one of my one of my bestest internet buds. Aww. But also, uh, I I love pictures of Realhead. And he takes really good pictures of Realhead. So, it's kind of a easy cop-out kind of answer. But I think it's that's honestly how I feel. Nice. Cool. Um, feel free to cut this out. Uh, my, my mine's totally gonna have to be Snap Toy on, oh, on Instagram. Fuck <laughs> oh my god! If you, fuck that guy. <laughs> your number one source for stolen pictures of toys holding dank nuggets of weed and piss play. So hold on, is. Are those photos that he's using ones he's taken, or are they other people's photos? I think it's it. I think it's a bit of both because a lot of times it's like he takes other people's photos and it's like get featured on Snaptoy, but it's definitely like a theme. He he yeah, only I don't, picks. Certain... I don't know, man. Like, just it's all fine and dandy to pose up your toys in lewd positions and have a laugh. But yeah, like. like if you're building a set and you're building a fake bed and you're building a miniature Hitachi and you're making your toys fuck each other and putting it on the internet, like, there's something actually wrong with your brain. And I think the only real solution is... We gotta hit it's that really dark. It's really dark. <laughs> I had to edit all that out, but basically, fuck that guy. Oh man, I poked the bear. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just... I don't know. I think it's pretty egregious behavior. I think it's, that, like... It's really weird, and it is also kind of, like... I feel like it does kind of give a bit of a bad look to the toy community. Well, and, like, the, the thing is, is, like, you, you and I straddle... You and I straddle a line, right? Like, we make content about toys, mm-hmm. and we are, are adults, and we swear like adults, and we... Yeah. ...to have conversations that are very adult, but at no point... Um, do we pretend like we're otherwise? And with something like an Instagram account, it is very, very easy to have your content be seen by not necessarily the audience you want. And I know it's the same on YouTube and it's the same for a podcast, but like Mm -hmm. there's, I don't know. It's like if you click the hashtag toys and you see Woody from Toy Story with a Hitachi blasting a lady toy on a bed, like I'd, I'd actually, like, I know it's a, a scapegoat and it's a, it's a cheap thing to say, like, what about the children? But honestly, when I see that, I'm like, what about the just normal everyday people who don't want to see that? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's fair. It's, know. it's, it's a weird, weird line. And I mean, like, yeah, it, it does feel like the only two, two things that are on there is like, yeah, toys holding, holding the marijuana's. And toys jamming their parts into other pieces of themselves. 
I don't know. Yeah. It's just it's or, super or piss play videos. Yeah, too. there's a lot I'm of like weird fetish shit on that. And I'm like, I, well, the fact that like sets are being constructed to take these photos is what is what creeps me the fuck out and makes me mm-hmm. think that it's not okay. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's 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 weird. I mean, like looking at a few of the other people's posts and stuff like that, like it feels like they they built their sets and everything like. I don't know. It, it feels like this was done, like, on their end as, like, this is just a joke picture, like, a throwaway joke picture. Um, but then, like, yeah, this account very much is, like, oh, I gravitate to that, and, like, I take it, and I make it weird, and it's, like, ooh. Like, it's... I don't know. It's it's weird. I, I don't but, know I mean, like it. <laughs> the, there, is an, there is an audience for it, because, like, oh, those pictures are getting thousands and thousands of likes, so... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he knows some knows something we don't. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I don't know. I guess we're just we're not that demographic. Yeah, yeah, we're not the kind that come on our toys. So it's like that's. I guess true. that's the difference. The that's. I've yeah, never jazz. Never... I've never jazz blasted an action figure. It's just <laughs> I don't have it in my DNA. I guess. Yeah, I don't want to be the the. Res- I don't want to be the one that sun bleaches my own toy. That's just. Yeah. Not down with that. Uh, Toys Toys Zone is a pretty good Instagram account. They do weekly contests Toy Zone? and everything. Yeah, they do. They do Ronin challenges and then monthly challenges and things like that. They do prizes. They're pretty cool. And then there's a local dude that's a admin on there. So check it out. Cool. Mister Vanderwell is his name, and he also takes a lot of really cool toy picks. So nice. That's my real. That's my real non shit post answer. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm such a fucking aggravator. I'm sorry, dude. I need to I need to put myself in timeout again. <laughs> <laughs> as you're as you're whittling a one twelfth scale Hitachi, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> out, of a, out of a toothpick. Um, so Sam the Mop is going to bring a little light into the room when he says <laughs> dot dot dot. What is your favorite song? Ooh. Uh, Ocean Man. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, uh, I responded actually with Clear's Throat. Oh my god, I like how the everybody... last two questions have just been set up for, like, Ocean Man and to reference Snap Toy. Um, and then Land Man, uh, was offered up by NAFTA and, uh, had, I almost said Hitachi Mackie. Hitachi Mackie, <laughs> Desert, Desert Man, uh, and then Blue provides the lyrics to Land Man, in case you are wondering. Um, do, would you care to sing it, Tony? Do, do, what, do you want me to do it? Or, I, I mean, you, you, you've got you the you've it. got the best. Land man, take me by. Okay, no, I can't do it. Uh, <laughs> take me to the ocean, brilliant. leave me by the foot. I don't understand. Land man, the journey to the center of the earth is a real walk. Yeah, uh, Jake the Snake mm-hmm. asking us. Uh, Japanese comics or American comics? Neither, goddammit, no. Um, yeah, European comics. Give me European some Mobius shit. Some, uh, some lucky I, Luke. <laughs> uh, you guys probably know this about me. I don't particularly, uh, indulge in, in medium of the comic varietal. I said that in the <laughs> strangest way. I don't read all that many comics. Uh, I do have the first couple volumes of Akira, Mm-hmm. Um, kicking around, and I recently picked up what's the name of that pig porn we've been watching? <laughs> <laughs> been reading? 
uh, Unnaturals. Jesus Christ. I love how you worded it like that, especially after what we just talked about, too. <laughs> well, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, Unnatural is the name of the, the comic. I've only read the first issue, too, though. I'm kind of waiting yeah. for the second one. Um, uh, oh, yeah, you're sort of in limbo because you don't have all the current issues. Yeah, no. I'm, I still don't know if I'm going to go, like, like uh, whenever the next... It's not weekly because I don't think it's a weekly comic, but, like, from no, single issue to weekly. single I issue. I think the next one doesn't come out till October. Okay, yeah. I, I don't know. I got to... I gotta see which... I, I gotta see if I'm super into it. But, like, again, I'm very much like, wait for the trades because they just they look better on your shelf because they're books. Um, yeah. I'm, I don't have the space for long boxes and stuff, so... Yeah, I kind of want to keep up with it. If it was being released more frequently, I feel like I'd be more likely to keep up with it. Because yeah. um, I feel like the next one isn't out till October, which feels like a lifetime away. Um... I've read the first three issues, so it's called Unnaturals, and um, I guess the basic premise is it's a world of anthropomorphic uh, animals. Mm-hmm. Um, the covers for them are very lewd, hence why <laughs> I referred to it as pig porn, but that is diminishing the art that is inside. Um, super... It is is a little mature and a little sexual in nature, yeah. and it takes place in a world with anthropomorphic animal peoples. The main character is a pig gal, and um, there's this sort of overtone of, of Big Brother being like, make sure you breed. Breed with your own kind. So yeah. it's, I think no it's also a bit of a commentary on just like sexuality in general. Uh, it's yeah. interesting. I really like it. Yeah, it's cool. From what, from what I read as well, just like first glance, it's like, oh, this is like an adult-oriented Zootopia. Yeah. Which is kind of so. cool. And, like, yeah, there's definitely a lot of, like, social-political commentary um, without going too, too, like, ham-fisted. <laughs> ham-fisted. Um, Got him. That's, hmm. Speaking of what... <laughs> yeah, it's cool. And uh, I believe it's done by a Spanish gal. It's, like, her entire project. This is the first time it was released in North America. Uh, got picked up by Image Comics, I believe. Uh, but mm-hmm. she's done uh, the art. I'm pretty sure it's Image. Cool. Um, but yeah, she's worked Different on bombshells. Wrong, and... names on the internet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's I, I liked the first issue for sure. It's yeah, it's it's cool. There's a, a lot of the stuff like that kind of happens in the background, and like it's not overdone. Um, but I feel like it might, I don't know, it, we'll have to see, it's cool, I've been liking it so far, so we'll, we'll see, I might, I might keep up with it, it seems cool, um, but yeah, Japanese comics, American comics, and I'm gonna say Hachimaki, you're right, no European comics, because I, I would actually totally say that, like, those three are very distinct styles, like, like, European comics are, like, the 2000 AD, and, um, the Mobius stuff, whereas, like, Japanese comics are, it's, it's, you got your manga. Manga. Uh, and American comics, I don't read a lot of cape stuff, just in general, um, but I love a lot of the indie American comics. Um, Mm -hmm. like, one of my favorite, like, I love one-shot things. I, I've never really been the type of person that's like, I'm gonna get invested in 
something that's gonna last longer than me. Like I couldn't get into <laughs> Naruto or Bleach or yeah. anything like that. Just like, like I need shit to have a start and an end, and it I've needs to be tempted. anywhere from like six to twelve issues. <laughs> I've kind of been tempted to get into Ava. The like compilations, the like the volumes are pretty okay. affordable. Like they're pretty cheap. Um, but then it's one of those things where it's like, I started Akira and haven't finished Akira, <laughs> and it's like, do I really need to start another, like, 12-volume thing to just not finish it? So, yes. I, don't, I don't know, I'm kind of <laughs> on the fence. Maybe I should just be a be a badass motherfucker and finish reading Akira. Yeah, do it um, up. I... I've, I've been grabbing, like, the hardcover. I think it was, like, is it... Kodansha doing... They've been coming out with, like, hardcover, like, collections of a bunch of their comics. Like, they did Ghost in the Shell in hardcover. Um, can't think of the other one, but the one that I've just been like, okay, I'm getting every single one of these because I keep missing out on the issues, is uh, Battle Angel Alita. And oh, that cool. was, like, one of my first mangas that I remembered reading, like, in high school. Like, early high school. Like, hiding it from my parents early high school. Um, Mm -hmm. And I just... I love it. It's just, like, that perfect level of, like, dark, gritty, but with some humor. And it's post-apocalyptic. And it's cyberpunk. And it's, like, techno-gore. And it... Oh, I fucking dig it so much. Um, So, yeah, I think I have all four volumes now. And that's one of the ones that I'm like, I'm going to have to sit down and read this because hail to the yes. <laughs> I was waiting for these for so long, I should actually do it. Nice, man. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I think I'm I, more, mixed... more into manga. <laughs> yeah, I, I have mixed feelings about hardcover volumes just because um, I know like for like books, like novels, I can't stand hardcovers. Yeah. Um, and maybe with, with uh, something like like manga it's a, a little nicer because it's it's a bigger format anyways so it's kind of nice to sort of flip open and read but i feel mm-hmm. like i'm more prone i'm more of a soft cover boy than i am a hardcover man if that makes that's, sense that's fair i i really don't like hard covers of like yeah american comics it's, it always just feels like more of a money grab than like yeah. a necessity well thanks for joining us here on the podcast everyone it's been a wonderful time. Sorry I got so heated about that Instagram account, but fuck that guy. Was there anything you wanted to say to the people, Tony, before we get out of here? If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to rate and review us on iTunes. And share us with anyone. Share us. Recommend us to anybody that you think would like this. Um, we also have a Discord server, which you can find easily. Or hit up me or Logan, and we'll send you a link. Uh, if you haven't joined already... There you can ask us questions for the podcast, and it's fun, and it's great, and we're all, we're all on it. And sometimes we go into to the video voice chat and build beds and, and, and Gundam kits and struggle. It's good times. Rate and review us on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and remember folks, a Boba Fett for a Greedo is a notoriously bad trade. We'll see you next time. See ya. falling apart dude (laughs) I'm losing it